0: You are listening to The Boss Experience Podcast, a podcast with conversations about business growth, self-development, and maintaining a mindset to achieve business success. My name is Michelle Davis, and I am a business strategist and coach, and I'm your host. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of The Boss Experience, the podcast that helps you turn your expertise into an online coaching business. That replaces your nine to five income. My name is Michelle Davis and I'm your host. And today's topic is five mindset shifts you must make to have a profitable online coaching business. So, when we think about coaching, we focus a lot on having a plan and having a strategy and all of the how to's in terms of like building the coaching business. In reality, you actually need to really focus on your mindset as well. And I know we hear the word mindset thrown around a lot, but it's, it's, it's an essential part of you being able to build an online business that's actually going to generate income for you, generate revenue for you, help you live the life that you want to live, whatever that may be. And it doesn't just happen off of strategy. So there's some mindset shifts that you need to make as you're building out your online coaching business. And so I'm going to dig into those today. But before we get into that, I just want to remind you that season five has been all about you need more than expertise. People think when I start a service provider business, all I need is my expertise and that's it. Or all I need is to learn X, Y, Z, and that's it. But you need more than expertise. And the previous episode during season five had focused a lot on marketing and, you know, really having that sales process to help people go from first learning about you to actually enrolling in your programs. But to really master all of that, you need more than expertise. So I thought this was really a fitting closing Episode because you really do need to make these mindset shifts if you're going to succeed in this online coaching business world. And so, this is the closing episode for season five. But stay tuned every Tuesday as I release new episodes during the hiatus period. So, whether you've been listening to me from the beginning or you've just tuned in, I'm really excited that you're here. And I just want to thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience podcast. So with that being said, let's hop into those five mindset shifts you need to make to have a profitable online coaching business. Hey, if you're enjoying this episode and you know you're ready to take that next step to finally become a professional service provider on your own terms, I want you to consider working with me. When you work with me, I help you start your business the right way from the beginning so you can generate the revenue you desire doing what you love. So head over to CEOBlueprintAcademy.com. That's CEOBlueprintAcademy.com to check out the ways you can work with me to get set up for business success right from the start. That's CEOBlueprintAcademy.com. Okay, back to the show. The first mindset shift is you have to think of your coaching business and coaching in general as a profession. What people think about coaching has become so worked down by how the coaching industry is portrayed online because you have a new coach popping up every day. You have people that are engaging in you know unethical activities as it relates to coaching. You have people that are throwing misleading claims out there. And really and truly, coaching is a profession and you have to treat it that way. And if you have the mindset that coaching is a hustle or a way for you to make quick cash or you're not really in tune or you don't have a strong desire to actually help people, it's going to be hard for you to be a coach of any sort in any niche because, It starts with your desire to help people. And that is the core of what coaching is. The other thing about coaching is you have to treat it like a profession in the sense that you have to get good at it. So when I say you need more than expertise, I'm saying you need to make sure that in addition to being an expert, you're doing the professional development. You're seeking out that additional education to help you. Not only get your business started, but to grow your business as well, because you're, you don't know everything. You don't. And it doesn't make sense for you to have a business that you don't want to invest in education to learn and to grow. Because if you don't invest in your education, what happens is you're capped at what you know and you're doing a disservice to yourself and a disservice to your clients as well. And I remember this one job I had, I was an associate vice president for a nonprofit agency. And I remember talking to one of the senior vice presidents and he always said, you know, it takes me two years to learn my job. No matter what job I have, it takes me two years to learn it roughly, give or take a few months. And I remember looking at him and thinking, you know, I never thought about how long it really and truly took me to actually learn the ins and outs of my job. You know, depending on what your job is, you can think about how long did it take you to actually learn how to be proficient in your job? It's the same thing with this online business you want to start. It's going to take time for you to be proficient and it's going to take time for you to really be good at it. And you're going to make mistakes, just like, you know, in your career, you made mistakes. But the idea is to reduce the number of mistakes that you make by making sure you operate as a professional. Have some work ethic. Know what's ethical and not ethical in your company. Serve people in your business that you know you can help. Don't just bring people into your company knowing darn well you can't help them because it's unethical. And it's not, you know, you're not doing them a a service. You're taking their money if you do that, knowing you can't help them. So only bring in people you can help and make sure you're running in in a business, an operation that you can be proud of. And you need to commit to making this coaching business work. So you don't want to hop into coaching and then think, you know, I'm only here for a moment. You know, I want to see if this thing works out. You need to be committed. And I would say, you know, with the right help and supports, give yourself a year to see how things go. The reason that a lot of coaches don't do well in the industry is because they come in, they treat it as a hustle, and they think it's something they can kind of dip their toe into. And they don't ever get to the stage where they're actually treating it like a profession and you have to have some sort of commitment to anything you start if you want it to do well. And you can't do that if you're bouncing in and out of different business ideas, hoping that they'll, they'll work. Because what happens is you're not focusing on anything in particular. And so you're when you're focused on all these multiple things that you have going on, in addition to juggling family and You know, then if you're working a nine to five, you're juggling that too. None of those things will give you what you're looking for because you haven't devoted the time and energy to learn it and to be good at it. So treat your online coaching business as a profession. And that is the first mindset shift you need to make if you want a profitable online coaching business. Okay, the second mindset shift you need to make is you need training. And continue in education. When you think about your career, over the years, you've had so much training. You know, maybe you had training when you got started, and maybe that training even took place before you could even step foot into your new workplace. You had annual training, you had training throughout the year. And most companies, or at least nonprofits, you were actually required to have so many training hours for the year. Why do you think they do that? They want to make sure that. While you're working for their company, that you're able to produce, you're you're coming in with some you know level of competency that you know the basics of how to do your job. And when you think about your coaching business, it's hard for you to you know achieve the success that you want if you don't seek out that specific training that you need to that's going to help you grow. And and it never feels good. When you're like thrown into the fire without any training, without any orientation about what to expect, about how to do well, it just never felt good. I remember I had this grant writing job. And I say I had this grant writing job because I was supposed to come into the job and, and be more of a grant manager. By the end of the job, I had become the person that went out into the field and delivered the program, but also the grant writer and everything else associated with that job. And here's why that didn't feel good. I mean, ultimately I was able to move on and, and it worked out, but it didn't feel good being thrown into that position. And I remember how I found out that I was going to become the grant writer was when the grant was due. The same grant that funded my job, funded my my position. And I found out because the person that was the grant writer, I don't know if she forgot. I don't know if she was in a a riff with the program director. I don't know what happened. But the end result was the grant wasn't written and the grant was due the following day. And no one had started to write this federal grant, which a federal grant could be as much as 100 pages because of all of the requirements (laughs) for this grant. And so for sure, as a single mom, I I thought, oh my God, I'm going to lose my job. I'm not going to have a job because this grant writer didn't write the grant. And I remember the program director coming in and she basically told us at five o'clock when the grant was due the next day by five, that we we had two choices. We either lose our jobs or we write the grant ourselves and drive it three hours away to make sure that the Funding agency actually receives it. And so ultimately, what ended up happening is we stayed the entire night in the office. I'll never forget this. I had my son, uh, you know, I made, brought a blanket, put blankets on the floor so he could sleep in the office. And me, along with a lot of other people that were funded under the grant, it was about five of us, we sat there and we hatched it out. I mean, in the end, it turned out okay. We got the grant up to where it needed to go, it got funded, but that's not how I want to learn something. And it's a, what do they call it, baptism by fire. And so you don't want to do that in your coaching business. Those are the memories I have from working jobs where people had no regard for me as a person and, and they had no regard for me as a professional. I don't want to have a business where I have no regard for my own self-care or my own knowledge or professionalism. You know, I want to grow as a professional and and no matter what stage you are in your business, you want to make sure that you have a ritual that allows you to grow mentally and emotionally, motivational wise. And that's why that self-care and and what you read is so important and, it you know, important to read and to develop your mind. It's the same thing with training and continued education and making sure that you think, what direction do I want this business to, to go in and how do I get better at it? And those are the types of trainings that you seek out. Yes, training and continued education is an essential mindset shift that you need to make if you want a profitable online coaching business. The third mindset shift you need to make is to have focus. And so what does it mean to have focus? You need to get good at doing one thing really well. So think about your own life. When you seek out professional services, you know, whether you're seeking out therapy, whether you're seeking out medical care, you know, whatever service you're seeking out, you know, at some point in your life that, You may have a condition or you may have an issue that a generalist just isn't going to cut it. You need a specialist. Generalists serve a purpose. Yes. But who's, who are people more likely to trust and engage with? Are they going to trust and engage with someone who kind of does everything? They're selling Mary Kay. They're selling Tupperware. They're, you know, coaching on the side. They have a book or are they going to go to someone who is focused solely on that one thing and they're making sure that they're getting good at that one thing and they have perfected getting people a transformation doing that one thing. You're going to go with the person who's dedicated themselves to being focused on that one thing instead of someone who is every day or every couple of months, they're launching some new hustle. They have some new hustle going on. No one's buying from them in any consistent way, shape or form. When it comes to coaching, people are looking to solve big problems and are looking for the right person to do it. And you want to put yourself out there as the right person. And you need to make sure you're not just focused on just being, you know, a life coach, a health coach or a financial coach. You need to be focused on giving People, a a very specific transformation or solving a very specific problem. And so when you're focused, people will gravitate to you. They will seek you out. They'll pay attention to what you have to say if they're experiencing that issue. So have focus, get really good at helping one audience achieve one thing. And that is an essential mindset shift you need to make if you're going to have a profitable online coaching business. The next mindset shift is identify who you want to work with and who you don't want to work with. I know you hear a lot about you know, identifying your ideal client. What are the characteristics of your ideal client? Also spend some time thinking about what are the characteristics of the people you don't want to work with? So you can make sure you don't end up working with those people. Because if you don't know you know who's not a good fit for your program, it could possibly be that you can end up onboarding people that really aren't appropriate for your services. So just as you're getting real clear on who your ideal client is and who's going to best benefit from what you have to offer through your coaching, consulting, or whatever other service you're providing, you also want to make sure that you're not allowing the people you don't want to work with to slip through the cracks and i say this because you don't want to water down your expertise like i previously stated you want to get good at helping one audience with a very specific problem it's hard to do that if you're essentially working outside of what you do outside of your scope and the one thing i I always say is if you can't help someone make sure you give them resources. I refer people to my podcast if they can't afford my services or my social media content. Because again, this industry is about serving people. So you want to make sure that even if you can't serve someone, you're still guiding them in the right direction. Because this industry really and truly is about helping people and you want to make sure that you can help them. You can give them the help that they need. Even if they're not the best fit for you. So get clear on who it is that is a good fit for you and who's right for you to work with and treat them with the consideration and respect. And even if they're not equipped or able to work with you in, in that moment, you know, that you're asking for the sale, develop a process in your business that allows you to nurture that, that relationship because someone may not be in a position to buy now but they may be in a position to buy later on down the road. We forget to nurture people and nurture relationships and build relationships in this online space. And to me, that's just so important because there's nothing more deflating to someone who's struggling to solve a problem than to be dropped just because they didn't decide to buy that at that moment or that day or that second. That's what people are accustomed to doing, unfortunately, in this industry. So be clear on who you want to work with and who you don't want to work with and don't water down your expertise. Your expertise is your expertise and you want to focus on people you can really and truly help in your business. So let's move on to the fifth and final mindset shift you need to make to have a profitable online coaching business. And that is treat your coaching business like a business. And I know that sounds strange. It seems weird. People tend to go from corporate to entrepreneurship and they feel like it's a good thing to not have structure, to not have systems. And they start operating haphazardly and kind of on a whim. And you may get some initial traction operating that way, but there's no successful business that you can have operating just on a whim. It's hard to build a business if you don't know what's working. One day you're using one strategy to do what you do and then the next day you're using a different strategy. It's confusing. You know, take some time, decide what works, have vision for where this business is going and make sure you're doing everything you need to do and doing what it takes to meet to meet that goal. So that's a wrap for this episode. And You know, I can't stress enough how important it is for you to make these mindset shifts because you want to operate a business that's super focused on helping one audience achieve a specific result. And when you do that, it's really going to change the game. It's going to really change, you know, your ability to attract the right people to you. And remember, having an online business is actually profitable is 80% mindset and only 20% strategy. Strategy is super important, but if you don't take action, if you're not motivated, you're not determined, none of the strategy is going to work if you don't have the mindset to make it work. So I just want to thank you once again for joining me for season five. Stay tuned every week as I prepare for season six. I'm releasing bonus episodes every Tuesday. I'm looking forward to you joining me for another season of the Boss Experience Podcast. And I'll see you in September. Take care, be well, and bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Boss Experience Podcast. Don't forget to leave a review for this episode and tune in next time.